This week on the Push Wallows podcast, I've currently got a seven day free athlete assessment going on. You can jump in right now. Also, we talk about changing training philosophies and a bracket. What's the worst piece of equipment in the gym? Three, two, one. Let's talk about your tea stance, mate. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Wallows podcast. I'm myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. There was nothing wrong with my stance on tea. Let's just say You're as is. northern, all right, and you need to love tea. It doesn't taste of anything South. decent. It does. It doesn't taste of anything decent. Warm goodness. No, so it doesn't. Do, I'm just out of curiosity. Obviously, we have like separate check-in days and obviously clients and stuff. Is there mm. a client or so throughout your day? Is there a client's check? So we. I would assume you're very similar to me. I do them in an in an order, like mm. of the worst of the best. Um, so unlucky if you get your Thursday morning don't like you um i'm joking and then <laughs> it's just on my he's list he's not he's not doing <laughs> and then as as you go through the day is there somebody that you go and like make a cup of tea make a cup of coffee you go get your lunch during or do something like that if only i had the time to think of such things tom i, I don't <laughs> you must notice it you must no. notice it because i notice it when i no, do i have different because i have different I have different routines. I don't stick to the same routine. So some mornings I'll get up and I'll have my coffee straight away. Some mornings I'll get up and I'll just get stuck into straight check-ins. Some mornings I have breakfast, some mornings I don't. So I don't have a person. I go, right, now I have my protein shake or now I have my breakfast. I don't do it. I just literally need to rattle through them as quickly as I can because <laughs> I've got that many to do during the day. And I'm like, fuck, I've got to get this done before six. And I'm like, right, I want to start. I start at eight all the way through till six for my check-ins. Um, and I have uh, midday is the only time I have a, a like a, a regimented. I start midday for lunch. That's it. Because usually because I've skipped breakfast, so I'm a bit hungry. So that's why I have it earlier. Because I don't think midday is a good lunch time. It's a bit too early in it for lunch. But anyway, yeah. it's another story. Um, it's usually kind of like because I miss breakfast. But yeah, I don't have that because I also do them in a different order each time. I don't. I, I kind of like go through the names. Oh, I'll do them today. Oh, I'll do them now. I'll do them now. Kind of thing. Um, Sometimes I start with the ones that are the worst and sometimes I wait until the end. It, it, I mix it up. I keep guessing, you know. Um, but then also as well, I get the annoying people who fucking hand it in late and then they will have to wait till Friday and that really fucks me off because Friday's my day off. I still have to work on Friday. Um, so yeah, oh, you know. No, like, I started implementing if, it, if, it's, if it's late, you're not hearing me from me until yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's the next step. Like, like we say that to people. We say, look, you've got two strikes. First strike, I'll let you off and I'll do it on a Friday. Second strike is I'm not doing it. Like... And people know that, but you'd be surprised if you're still getting late and I still feel bad if they don't get one from me. Um, oh. But then I feel like, what if I did just skip it? They wouldn't maybe skip as much. Maybe they'd take the piss. I don't know. Who knows, Tom? But um, it just fucks me over because it doesn't fuck me over. It fucks me off. And fucks <laughs> me over. Because it's, it's just a... It was just like... The clients who get the best results are the ones who check in on time every single week. Yeah. Data, full everything's done. No, no, none of this. Oh, I didn't do it this week. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, I just guessed. Oh, I didn't know. No, they do it. They have it. And it just kind of, to me, says, well, I kind of know, I know what you think about your business if you're doing your check-ins late. Put it that way. Tells me if I need to know. So it just, it just leaves a bit of a sour taste in my mouth because I kind of go, well, I know how much you don't give a shit about this. And you, know you, may argue, you may argue and say that oh, that's a wrong stance to take, but I've yet to be proven wrong. Well, you need to get that sour taste out of your mouth and have some nice tea. That's what's going to happen. Um... Tea won't solve the problem. <laughs> Make it worse. So 
and this client he does listen to the show and uh he knows who he is because i've said it before every single time he's got a very calming kind of northern voice as well so when he's got his check-in and obviously he's making stellar progress right now um so he's got high rocks in a couple of weeks something like that and every single time i have to go get a nice cup of tea just to have a little listen put his whack it on like loud and then i'll go make some tea bring it back then it is also because his check-ins tend to be the longest um not from my point of view from his uh, mm. alex if you're listening he knows that uh, he has gotten better at shortening them down uh, just t- <laughs> I, I do need to find this sort of like afternoon warm drink though because you can't have coffee tea. past 1 p.m tea. no right. it's not shit tea. i need some i need peppermint i know not peppermint tea no i do that and i get too sleepy um then mm-hmm. I've I've I usually I steal from my office I steal peach green tea which is quite nice. Um, no nah, green tea I'm not no nah, I can't do it you until not, if you're listening I t- I take a tea bag every single day and I take it home. You know what is weird though is I do really like iced tea. Yeah, you love like iced tea. You're, you lemon you it like lemon iced tea is the bomb, but normal tea is a bit milky and is minging. So. <laughs> I've never known that about you. I've never, yeah, I've never, never knowingly ever, never, never like, ever been into it. Ever. You would never offer me a tea, whereas your wife would. Uh, oh, yeah, she drinks tea. She drinks so much tea; it's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't, don't, I don't make a lot of tea. But those, are, that's one of the rare occasions I do. Um, mm. I had a cup of tea today. I was only because I had two coffees. I was, I had like a six thirty a.m. session. Um, look at me doing hybrid coaching. Um, hybrid coaching? No, just spent any days correctly. Five clients, boom, till twelve, and then came back. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had cough. I had two coffees like before, basically nine o'clock, and I was like, I can't do another one. I, I'm gonna seriously like lag, and I seriously lagged at about two thirty p.m. I was like, yeah. I need a little sit down, <laughs> get myself excited, and then Dan was like, Oh, I can't do it too later. It's like brilliant. I'm ready now. You it's made me do other work. Um, so busy you know annoyingly well i went and did some filming i felt like a well because the light was nice outside um so i just did some walkabout filming like oh, yeah. there yeah thought why not fuck it why not why not anyway. i look like an absolute weirdo walking around made of ale um just because there's quite nice houses and it's quite nice light as long as the light was facing back at me i didn't have to think about it and obviously we know that content we need to move and if you're moving around it's quite good and then i can move the camera around very easily so yeah, yeah this, i'm so i'm sure people will be really annoyed by probably what's going to come out in about two hours time um yeah so i end up doing that instead Lovely. Oh, I've got a mention on this show because it's this week, uh, Monday. If you found my free combine week, well done. Um, if I found you, then even better. You haven't had to do anything. Just lay there and let it come to you. That's what Dan does. Um, yeah, you've got a whole week of me, three live calls. I'm going to explain everything in those in a little Facebook group. Really easy. You get a PDF with your whole week planned out. If you actually want to fucking train for something, and online coaches just a thing it might be something to base your content around for a week just put it out there i guarantee oh just in case you're you're struggling struggling for something to do you're gonna be like let's have some fun all right clients look at this so yeah you're gonna do why is it like something like 12 15 different tests over four days 
um, assessments, as you will. And then literally every single one of you is going to have a one-to-one call. That's going to be a fun week before I come to Dubai. Um, <laughs> to uh, Yeah, and I will tell you, what, based on your results, what I think you should do to get better. Look at that. Lovely. Because you're, you're already going to have the results. Look at that, Dan. Dan's going to be like, Tom, I've got a swing speed of, uh, yeah, 106. Yeah, Tom, How fix my I fucking golf faster? swing. Will swing, fix it without me doing any work. That'd be wing great. speed, I could do. I don't, the, the rest of it, plane and all that shit. No idea. Mate, um, I've, I've, had my first, I've had my first lesson the other day, one-to-one, back in. But one-to-one. just on the back out, you can sign up, link in bio, or on my email, or whatever. Yeah, go to Tom's link in bio, quick. Do it. Now. Or probably, I'll, I'll, fuck it, I'll put it in the in the, fi- the thing, the description, description of the podcast. There you go. Show description. <laughs> I'm just going to see what it looks like, Tom. I'm going to go to Tom's account now, Tom Hall Coaching. Mm. Where's he going? Oh, TomHall.coach, that's the way. I've not, not found it there. Uh, it is there, link tree. Go to his link tree, you click it, and it is the one that says <laughs> free seven-day combat <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Facts, yeah, well done, Dan. Good Interesting job. name for that. Mm. Um, so yeah, there you go. I had my, uh, I'm a first golf lesson mate today. That's what I wanted mm. to say. Oh yeah, good. How was that? It was good. Yeah, it's very good. It's uh, it's helped straight away, which is always nice. But um, yeah, he got me on a little like fourth plate, and he got all this, all the fancy kit, you know, up there. But um, yeah, it was good. It was nice. Didn't realize he was actually Tommy Fleetwood's coach. Did he? Yeah, one of Tommy Fleetwood's coaches. Oh, know. one of yeah. Well, obviously, he's going to have more than one in it. Do you know what I mean? He's going to have, like, oh, a coach or sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was quite interesting to, to hear that, um, what he was talking about um, with it all. And he identified straight away what I was doing wrong. And he was like, change that and fix it. And then played on Monday and didn't do the thing that I was fucking up all the time once. So that was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always nice when that worked. Um, yeah, it just felt nice, you know, just to have a bit more structure back. So I've got to actually go and practice at least yeah. once before I go back on Friday. So I'm playing again tomorrow. So maybe I'll just practice a bit tomorrow before. Did you sounds. did you learn? Did, did he, did, is he the guy that taught him his abbreviated swing? Because no, Tommy Fleetwood's got a very sudden stop. Yeah, he doesn't follow through, does he? doesn't follow through. No, he's, he stops like he's going to hit a low shot. Um, yeah. But it doesn't. It's it doesn't go low, does it? Yeah. It's no. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I just, I just, I just like to. It was good talking to him because he just, it sort of teaches you why certain things are happening and what's going on. And that's the thing I like about it. It's not just telling you what to change. It's like, well, this is why. This is what you're currently doing. This is how you're going to affect that by changing this. And yeah, it just, it's good to for me anyway because he, I guess he sort of said that. He said like, at your level, he's like, you want to know this stuff because you don't get to four handicap without being interested kind of thing no. and being able to fix stuff yourself so he's like this is why you're doing it so that if it happened again you know why and you can fix it all of course my driver's completely fucked now but that's fine it's one of them and no. it fix one thing with your irons and it fucks your driver up and you're like oh for fuck's sake because right, it's because it feels because like they're two different like swings different swing yeah and then you, <laughs> yeah. you try and implement something there then you're like no what am i doing and you're like oh, well, I, I wasn't even trying to implement it it just carried it must have just you know subconsciously because you do more mm. iron shots in every round it's just carried over there because I practiced it and I was like, for fuck's sake, that pissed me off. <laughs> but yeah, nice. such is life. But yeah, that was, uh, that's, some, that's the only thing that's gone on uh, this week for me, mate. And obviously I've been booking the golf for when you come over. So that's been... No. Yeah. No. It's exciting, isn't it? Not long now, exciting. is it? What is it? It's 17 days. Is it 17 days? Fuck me. I need to just work. 27th, isn't it? You can't? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, 17 days is not tenth today. <laughs> I know October is flying. It's ridiculous. The whole year's fucking flying. It is let's be honest. Madness. Um yeah. Yeah. And I tell you what anybody is, um, <clears throat> mad is that uh, Eden Hazard has retired from football. Have you seen that? Is he? 32. Eden Hazard retired from football. Wow. So he made enough well, money. I'm surprised he didn't go over to Saudi for a little bit. Unless he didn't get an offer. Surely. Surely. Well, did you see um did you see Jordan Henderson? Uh, um whatever that match was like last week. And uh they were like, Oh so yeah, he's uh doing it to bring the game up there and not doing it for the money, not doing it for money at all. He played in Ooh. front of nine hundred fans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's about the amount of people who should be watching him, to be fair. I mean, to be fair. And and they were like the there was like a podcast that was like looking at it. He was like, that is lower than the lowest average attendance in the National League. Wow. <laughs> that is That's bad. Awful, that is That's bad. Awful, that. mm. Yeah. Mm. I also saw um I went, I saw some clips of some women's football over there as well. Wow. Yeah, that's uh... better than Jordan Henderson. So well, yeah, exactly. There's that, but I mean, the goalkeeper. What was the goalkeeper? I can't remember what the goalkeeper did now. It was just like, again, I understand that like they want exposure and all this sort of stuff. But you know, when you watch it, you go, yeah, but it isn't as good as National League football. So why is there more than hundred people watching it? I I will always want. Oh, I love National League football. It's great. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel <laughs> like it's just like the whole concept of quality has just gone out the window. It's not about quality. Yeah. It's about whether you should or shouldn't watch it. Based on what? Yeah. Anyway, I guess it's the same with that Saudi league, isn't it? It's that whole thing of like, even if you bring the best players in the world, which you haven't because of John Henderson, even if you bring good players, out, <laughs> there's no guarantee people are going to watch it. People don't care. Like, I'm not sat here going, oh, I'd love to watch the Saudi football on TV. No, couldn't give a shit. Couldn't give a shit. No, nobody's watching. It's that. weird, isn't it? Nobody's it's watching weird. at all. No. All right. Um, Is it on TV also... in England? At all? I don't I can't imagine. No. no not at all. I don't know if Sky had it or not. No. Still. Sky just have Super Sunday every Sunday. I, I get so annoyed by them calling it that. I'm just like, it'll be Super Sunday, even though it's Forest versus Burnley. And that's the only game on that day. Yeah. Super Sunday. Get them in. I'm like, oh my God, here's the football. It's the only way to keep up with all the, the David Mitchell sketch. Um, you'll be interested to know, everybody, that I went to, I, I didn't post it, did I? Um, my apologies. That it's bagels. I went last week. You didn't. You said you were going to, but you didn't. No. Well, I said I was going to. I said I was going to post about it, but mm. fuck. All right. Um. So I went. Everybody. I will, I'll probably go again this week. I reckon. Um. But I went like later in the day, and it is clearly selling out. Um. In terms of what they're doing, because uh, they only had two types of bagel left then. Oh wow. They had cinnamon raisin, and choice, garlic. Though. So I had the garlic one um, because I wanted, I had the lox, 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 which is just chunky salmon. That's all it is. Um, but this was a recipe for, if you did not want to kiss me, Dan, after having that bagel, because garlic mm. bagel, smoked salmon, dill schmear cream cheese, and then there was clearly like some pickled like red onion stuff on top of it as well. 
all mixed into uh, a nice big bagel. Did you just pause through that whilst I was yeah, you describing? Just came back. Yeah. yeah, you were just describing. Oh, I mean, just, everybody was there. Oh, mate, I'm going to go there. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I was like, he's either really interested or <laughs> or lost for words. Yeah, so smoked salmon, cream cheese and dill schmear, um, pickled red onion of some sort, some pickled shit, and um, yeah, the garlic bagel was the, uh, well, it's, the it's bad enough when it's bad enough when I have a five guy with That's... like raw onion on. That's bad enough. Yeah. But the fact you had all that as well as pickled red, red onion, fucking hell, like that's um, it was that is a lot. Yeah, like who, well, people who I was with were like, you're not coming near me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, lovely. But it was good. I would rustle down to It's Bagels in, um, hmm. where is it? What's the big know. hill? Where's the big hill behind Regent's Primrose Park? Hill. There we go. Good job. Just testing Dan's geography. All right. Um, we're going to talk. What we're going to talk about? Um, hybrid training, not hybrid coaching, is what a lot of people Mm. will think we're talking about. Apparently, um, as far as Dan wants to talk about this, because I can't see him doing it. Um, no, I just, I just seen a bit of a trend with with uh, coaches, well, chasing trends. Basically, I mean, (laughs) fair enough. It's just all concepts around like. I think having a training system that you believe in and look, you, you know, your beliefs can change and all this sort of stuff and kind of understand that. Mm. Um, I think that's important to remember as well. And I just noticed this trend. I don't know if it's because a lot of coaches of our generation have just got, again, of similar age. And as you get older, you start to realize that priorities change. I think as you're younger, you focus more on how things, how you look, gaining more muscle, being leaner, six packs. And as you get a bit older, you maybe realize you want to be fitter and healthier and there's more to life than just having more muscle, basically. I think everyone goes through that kind of evolution of, to some degree, except extreme bodybuilders, um, where they want to feel better and, and be a, maybe more of a jack of all trades than a, you know than a, the master of one or whatever. But anyway, I just think that a lot of PTs are just following the trend of doing it. And I just, as long as they have, I just think as long as they do it for the right reasons and that they are actually committed to doing it in the long term rather than just doing it and jumping on the trend because it's cool now to say i'll oh, do some zone two cardio because that's all the rage and it's these are the same pts that were doing hit right and telling saying hit was great <laughs> yeah. sort of shit. It's like, <laughs> just like if you believe in something believe in it and stick to it you know and like i think that's really important for, for your own training philosophy so even when i was into more bodybuilding stuff i still believe that people should train a certain way and they should move well and that sort of stuff even though now i do no training i still believe that people should train well and move well and all that sort of stuff like with the golf stuff i still believe that good golf training would be foundational movements that basically what's what's going to happen when we're out there mate is we're going to have to do uh, i think we'll we'll do a speed hole so we have to do fastest hole wins and we'll do us like a uh, a whole 18, maybe fastest 18 wins. And you have to run and jog it in. I'm going to smash much, you. No, yeah, you'd smash me. 100%. <laughs> um, I better get trained now. Um, but yeah, it's just that whole thing of like, I, I just think that none of coaches are putting out their philosophy um, when it comes to this sort of stuff and, and using those, I, I call them like dimmer switches of like how much cardio, how little cardio, how much you know mobility movement stuff they put in and like i think as long as you have elements of that within your programs for everyone that's great but i just yeah i just don't want to see coaches just jump on trend because it's cool because they 
well, I posted three times this week and didn't get any clients in. It's because I'm not talking about hybrid training. I need to talk about the hybrid. And they're just constantly changing their yeah. message all the time. And I'm like, no, nah, it's worth sticking to something and being like, actually, no, look, this is the right way to go about it for these people and for your niche. Because um, I see bodybuilders done it. You know, we see, you saw, um, like, remember Jordan Peters, a big bodybuilder. He, he started doing more cardio and, and did less bodybuilding. You see, so many people just copy him. It's like, no, he's doing it for his own reasons. Like, you do you, don't copy someone else. And then, you know, it's kind of like gone away a little bit. Our bodybuilders doing cardio. It was big for a bit and I was gone away again. Like, not as in like stepper. I mean, like actual like conditioning. We'd call it, we'd call it conditioning. Um, How do you get, I was, I've got some content coming out, bastardizing the bodybuilders and steppers. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like move around them. It's not cardio. Steps aren't cardio. What what even are steps, Dan? Who would know? Um, no, who, who knows, mate? Yeah, <laughs> Who's in the name? Who's in the name, mate? Yeah. So, yeah. What, are they, what are they for? Um, but yeah, I, I well, obviously I tend to agree because obviously my training philosophy, I don't think really has changed in about 10 years, 12 years, yeah. whatever. It's, it's definitely evolved um, without, but even with all the fucking cardio I'm doing now, obviously I do my little internal monologue series and it's like series two. It's coming out like over the next couple of weeks and you'll see me still lift. I still do mobility. I still lift and I still do shit in the gym, which would still, everybody be like, oh, but that's for power athletes and you do all this plyometric time stuff. I was like, yeah, but it's, it's just all walks of life. The gym training doesn't change that much for me. It's just like maybe the cardio stuff is changing. Um, and the hit yeah, I think it's, 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 it's also as much about what we do in our own training as much as what we did with clients. So, for example, when we first started at Third Space, when I was training clients in Third Space, we did full body. We weren't doing push, push leg. We weren't doing push, pull, whatever. Even though that's how we were training, oh, we were body. doing more bodybuilding style stuff or we went for Olympic weightlifting. Our clients weren't doing cleans and snatches. And like, if I went back into training now, they'd be doing a very similar approach to that training in terms of full body stuff, because that's the best thing for the majority of people in that time. That's that's why I think people, that's what I mean. Trainers confused that, well, I'm doing this. So therefore all my clients need to do it. It's like, yeah. no, no, Tom's doing a triathlon. Not, not all of his clients are going to be like, right, let's do a triathlon now. Because Tom is. <laughs> it's, you know, it's that whole thing of no. like, I think that's what I mean. That's lost a little bit is like people change their whole philosophy based on what they are doing just because they're jumping on the hybrid you know thing it's like mm, that doesn't necessarily need to be the way because not everyone can do that not everyone's strong enough not everyone can go run 5k they need to do some weight training first before they're even in a position where their knees and ankles or whatever can handle it but yeah that, that's what i mean is more so when we first started out like i was just thinking then like my clients train full body supersetted most movements because time and running for an hour oh. all that sort of, you know like, it still runs in my philosophy literally if you're a client of mine know this every single one of you will superset probably try so every single time. I yeah. think we talked about this with Holly and she was like, I, she would like never ever. And I was like, from my perspective, it's kind of wasted time. I'm just like, you could be doing something. And like, they talk about it on the CFFC and obviously Mike Boyle talks about it kind of like you pick yeah. like corresponding sets that don't have any effect. Essentially. It's just like, all right, I'm going to pick something. My shoulder press probably doesn't have an effect on my goblet squat or my mm. rdl it's like because pushes and pulls are just like all right cool they're probably going to correspond and not have an effect on but most of the population obviously when we talk to holly she's probably into bodybuilding so she's hopefully training to a certain amount of failure or something like that that would be the only reason i would see for her not to do it um because she needs to 
basically be fatigued or she's going into mm. some certain things. Um, if there's not other than those reasons, I'd be like, all right, well, you're not trying to get your heart rate back down. So that's fine. Is that muscle group fatigued and we need it like producing power because you're going for forceful efforts and intent, then cool. Um, if if it's none of the above, then you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Let's work on a weak point. You're missing out on all those goons. Um, yeah, the hybrid, the hybrid training is the like there's a lot more running. Um, and I can talk about this at certain depth now. Um, because unfortunately, the case of me training on my about three, three and a half months in now of being mm. cardio man, um, still haven't really lost that weight, much weight, just probably testament of how much I eat. Um, leaner though, Dan, leaner, changing shape weirdly. That's what you want. Um, is the whole, uh, I guess it's a case of like testing yourself as well, because there still will be a lot of people who will be the whole zone two thing is, is has obviously a lot of like uh, push. Um, but I would say that some people can still run and you can still get those benefits at zone three, because that is still an aerobic zone. I think people are taking it. To, I'm sure somebody's going to message me and be like, oh, I don't agree. Um, it's like zone two can be fucking slow. And the, the tedious and annoyance of you going from zone two and having to walk and stuff like that is really fucking boring. So I I don't mind some of my clients pushing to zone three because the the thing is, you're just trying to separate aerobic and anaerobic. That's all you're trying to do, right? Um, you're trying to get your body to recompensate like, and get oxygenated blood so it can like basically give you energy again so you can keep on going as humans we're meant to be able to run for fucking days that's one of our good things about us no other animal can really do it um and then if you're anaerobically you know you're gonna fucking break down if you go anaerobic and you go up to zone four zone five you know you start to suffer your lap times won't be as quick your 1k times won't be as quick because you're anaerobic it's basically can you keep that steady pace and you're probably going to be aerobically fit um so yeah for a certain amount of time because yeah, I've been doing it, and uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one. I like that style of training. Um, the low, low and slow, like how you cook your meat, is pretty nice. But then if you want to get faster, is some of the things that people aren't doing. Um, but the threshold things where you actually push mm-hmm. yourself, um, and push yourself hard. So I've got one of those tonight, and it will just be running at certain paces that which I want to get to. Um, but the same thing applies in the gym. So in terms of the hybrid training, if you're trying to apply that to running or cycling or your hybrid where you do long and slow and then you're doing a threshold thing, same fucking thing applies for what you wanted to do when you're trying to PR with lifts. Because the chances are, if Dan comes to me, Tom, yeah, I'm really trying to get my 50 kilo bench. Cool, Dan, we'll get there. Don't worry. But the chances are I'm not going to make you try and bench 50 kilos very often. I'm probably going to feel your like barn, like we're a bunch of, right, get as much hay as possible. So that's going to be the volume and shit. You're going to do low and slow. You can do a bunch of low stuff, like slowly. And then we're going to be like moving powerfully. Like I'm going to make you try and lift 35 kilos as hard and fast as possible to get quicker or more powerful and stuff like that. Um, yeah, which I don't think a lot of people, they don't realize the whole strength, speed, speed, strength kind of bit in terms of power. And they'll just spend a lot of time trying to test their strength. We talked about that before, and it like stop testing mm. your strength. Don't need to test your strength. Like most of the time, it's like your volume's done at eighty percent, and then I need some speed work or power work in there at some point as well, which is then to be beneficial for somebody like Dan who wants to play golf. Should probably be doing like the sixty percent strength speed or 
probably down to 40% lifts at speed. Speed strength would probably be the most. Mate, 40, 40% of a barbell, though. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, barbell. So, you know, it's tough, it's, isn't it? It's usually max. those practice. The, you, I'm sure Isabel's got like, a, I don't know, a play toy that you can. Just I could find a broom or something. I'm sure a broom, a broom or something handle would, there you go. would be just as good. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> mad. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think it, I think like I think that's one thing that I've realised. Unfortunately, from spending more time with you, is is like I said, the power stuff just probably translates over into other things more than just being powerful. Obviously, it's there about golf being better, being more powerful is 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 useful. But I think it actually translates over to anyone looking to increase overall strength you know i think a lot of people hit strength plateaus and you speak to them oh how are you training well i'm just doing threes and twos and ones i'm like hmm. okay well you probably just plateaued that lift at that rep range because you're absolutely fucked mm-hmm. from doing it like why don't you just start doing some power um some high rep ranges and you might find that you'll come back to do threes and twos and ones you might feel better um because people don't look at that power element of the of the strength movements that they do and they don't they don't understand that whole like actually hang on if i can move this quicker uh and a really really simple way to think about this you can stand by this if you want is if people like oh what are you talking about there strength speed and speed strength and it's like you bring down the weight enough right so strength speed will you'll have enough weight on the bar for to make it look like you're lifting something like your form will be slightly different to when it was body weight a speed strength or speed rep looks like you fucking got nothing on your back. Like mm-hmm. you would be like, boom, boom, looks like a bodyweight squat or it looks like a crisp kind of squat and doesn't look like you've got that much on it. There's just that kind of difference. And you'll know it once you do it, right? It has that concerted effort. When somebody back yeah. squats, they might have a little, oh, hip height kind of thing that they do. Cool, we're probably in the strength speed kind of scenario. And that's the upper echelons of that. So it probably looks more like your strength rep than your like bodyweight rep. Um, that's how you divide them, not being like people get technical. Like I've got this data stuff about like VBT, which I separate people into clients and try to get them to hit certain like meters per second speeds on their bar. But you can just fucking do it by eye. That looks like mm. that. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. intent. But you can yeah, still do it look more like strength or speed. And there you go. Yeah. There's the answer. Yeah. Literally that. And it's like, oh, okay. when's it cross over? Oh, shut up. No, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. that doesn't matter that much. No, I don't know what weights I'm lifting, Tom. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's a big part. And you can still do your freeze twos ones, but you just do them at 60% instead of the 90% that you were doing. Still going to be the same intensity. You just won't get as beat up, basically. You do it more, the recovery scores will be better. But the high rib style training, yeah. I like, I, I think it's just, a, I think you're, you're picking on the, I think that people would just need to do it longevity, right? Don't flip flop so much um, yeah. in terms of what you want to do. Because I'm, I can, I wouldn't say like I've always done cycles and stuff like that um, with my training, but in terms of hybrid, I wouldn't say I've been properly hybrid training at all. Um, but the running stuff, I think, yeah, people are really getting into. So like long distance running. We'll see, we had James Blanchard on and he's gone like full into yeah. it, right? He absolutely loves it. The guy is fucking stacked. I think he's also, yeah. it's, I think it's also, you go that way, you get like really strong powerlifting, bodybuilding, blah, blah, blah. And then you end up doing the endurance running. doesn't tend to go the other way. But mm. I haven't seen a lot of like Mo Farah types and gone, all right, I need to get into proper powerlifting now. doesn't seem to be going that way. Uh, no. 
<laughs> I think it's because people, I think it's because powerlifters do recognize that they're not the healthiest people in the world. You know, they get out of breath walking upstairs and stuff like that. Whereas I don't think Moe Farah is ever like, oh, I couldn't carry this really big heavy car. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I think it's Why because not? you probably recognize it more in yourself uh, that you need to, to kind of focus on that and maybe do it a little bit more. Yeah, it's I a new so. style as like as well. Um, I think I don't know if you're listening, Clara, who's come. She's a bodybuilder that I've taken on, and her whole week has been it's exposing yourself to like new training. Right? She's literally like throughout this week, and it hasn't been a test in any kind of way. I've just gone. It's a learning opportunity for some of her like stuff. She was looking at like programs that I've given her, and I'll be honest, they're in my programming thing. They're pretty basic. You would look at them, Dan, and be like that's fine it's just a phase two cool absolutely fine yeah. but from the bodybuilding world she was like what the fuck is this there's like three exercises that i that i understood what they were and it's just like okay cool there's this big wide world out there which you're allowed to explore in terms of uh training as well so it can be for the hybrid style you can go do it um mm. instead of trying to make people vomit doing uh um would you say hype well in terms of that's it. That is interesting. That's that's made that's like uh, the hit training has gone away, isn't it? I feel. Yeah. It is well, starting to still, fuck off, right? No, it's, it's just it's just it's just morphed into stupid classes, doesn't it? Really. <laughs> do you want a surefire way, guys, to make someone throw up? Basically, do as many burpee broad jumps or like lower body things and go straight into battle ropes into walking lunges back into battle ropes and just to make the blood shunt from one end of your body to the other to the other end to the other and you are guaranteed to make somebody throw up that's how you get somebody fatigued yeah easy easy anybody can make it (laughs) and people are like yeah we got him no, yeah, no, you just did upper, lower, upper, lower, upper, lower, upper, lower in a uh, conditioning cycle. So, yeah, and it's probably not a good thing to do most of the time. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, what was, let's do Tails the PT. Um, what was the first class you did? Or what was the worst um, class you did? Because you definitely, you've definitely done one, I'm sure. I'm sure I had to do a fucking skiing one. I think my Beach. first one was I got asked to do like it was a specific ski. It was a skiing one. I had to do teach a class. So basically, it was like this, just before the ski season, it was like eight weeks to ski fit, ski fit or something <laughs> like that. Who did, I, who did I cover that for? No, I didn't cover it for anyone. I did it for eight weeks and I stopped fucking doing it. I think Harry Norman took it over from me. Oh, really? Because um, I had someone complain it was too hard. I remember because she used to complain about everything. <laughs> she had, it was one of those where it's like, oh, my doms was too bad. I was like, oh, okay, we just not strong enough, fit enough. And it was literally just body weight stuff. And she just fucking couldn't do it. I remember. I never forget her face. Fucking, yeah. I imagine I it was probably with you. It's just like, yeah, a bunch of like isometric squats and holds and stuff like that. And just like, yeah, down there. Now you've got to hold that squat position for a while. Uh, pretty much yeah and then <laughs> yeah. just like yeah single leg single leg squatting movements single leg squatting patterns get your glutes real strong that was it pretty much trx rows yeah superset with all that shit and i was like right cool yeah do that now all the way around for a whole hour keep doing that <laughs> like i used to hate classes man i used to fucking hate them so much it's interesting because you obviously like from football did you not enjoy like taking warm-ups in like essentially a class environment no like no I hated it. I hated it at cricket as well because they knew what I did. 
they would always be looking, oh, you can take the ball. I'd be like, fucking want to do all day fucking work. I'm fucking doing all this shit. I need to chill out. I know. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was always fun. I used to do that. I had to do that at football as well. They'd be like, oh, Tom, can you take pre-season? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to comment on how shit your pre-season is, but I don't want to do it. So that'd be absolutely fine. Um, yeah, it was always funny. My classes... I've done a, a, a range of them. I remember doing NTC was Nike Training Club. I remember co- covering that. You must have covered that on like a Saturday or something like that, a Saturday shift. No. Do you no. ever do that? We were, we were meant to use the app, like literally get no one the did. Nike Training Club app up because that's where the, unfortunately, I'm going to throw you under the bus here, the females, that it was all females uh, in yeah. that club like class and uh they were like oh yeah we're many of these the app and funnily enough one of my clients was in there and i was like she was and she was just looking at me like what are you doing Tom? i was like yeah well we're not going to use that um <laughs> let's do as many hit for us as possible let's get those out of the way let's do a shit ton of squats and then we're gonna get you talking to each other so i'm gonna make you jump over each other and then crawl and then <laughs> do shit like that it's fun at least, at least they had they they go into like a pike position or something like that, and I was like, oh, you got to raise your hips up. You can't drop your hips in that position, otherwise you're gonna fall on Betty. I don't know who they were. Um, there wasn't many, wasn't many Bettys in Marlebone. Who would it be? No. Like, um, I don't know. What's that? Margot. Margot was uh, gonna fall down or something like that. Yeah, definitely wasn't right. Margot. Um, yeah. My client found it fucking hilarious. Um, I still remember, but yeah. I'd, I'd imagine, I don't think I don't I don't think I got many complaints in classes. I quite enjoyed them. Uh, I'm sure you, you. I didn't make them that hard. Clearly, no, uh, clearly not. <laughs> the amount of what bike? I'm sure I got um, complaints over my music choices in what bike. Um, definitely, because I, there was one class I just decided to play Disney soundtrack like the whole time, which had various different Disney things. I was just like, it doesn't really matter what you're listening to, guys. It's fine. I'm going to talk you through this anyway. So <laughs> I might as well just shove the podcast on. So like, you then listen to my, get my, get my listens up. So within a flick through every 10 seconds. So it logs as a, a listen, um, different like, shows. Good anything, luck. anything to get the listens up. Anytime. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. All right, Dan. All right. We're going to do a little bracket and you've got to come up with something right now. And, uh, in terms of the uh, the PT world and equipment world, because I was just getting annoyed with somebody who is using a BOSU board today. Right, so shit that we got to get rid of. Um, and I've got four. We've got to come up with four more, and then we'll go bracket and we'll order them. Okay. So we've got BOSU ball so far. Mm. So this is this is like equipment. It's like or you something you'd find in the gym that's probably not fantastic. So we've got BOSU ball, Therogun, um, mm. table cuffs. They're funny. Um, and a Smith machine so far. Oh, okay. We've got, um, what are those, those like rubber tubes called? With the handles Ooh, on? Vipers. Viper. Nice. That's a Viper. Battle ropes. I'm going to throw it in there. Fuck it. I think they're useless. <laughs> um, what else are we going to throw in there? I'm going to throw in a foam roller. Foam um, roller. Yeah. These are your and choices. So you good. Let's throw in. Let's throw in um, an elliptical. Fucking hate them. I think they're a waste of time. They are probably, yeah, one of the worst. 
because they're also the biggest card machines. They got the most space, and they do right, the least do. amount for anyone. <laughs> I've never right. known anyone have a good workout on one of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, just lazy people. They don't get sweaty. You don't do anything on them. That's that's <laughs> all I associate. There's with. the zone two people, Dan. Jesus Christ! No, because you have to go too quick on it. You can't stay on it because you have to go too quick to go zone two. On that <laughs> yeah. There you go. You got my four things. I've seen a lot of like. Obviously, I've I've assessed a lot of level two and level three. Um, and there's been a lot of cross trainer in there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> ridiculous. Whether I do hit, I'm going to do some hit training on the cross trainer. Why? What? That doesn't exist, does it? <laughs> no. All right. All right. We'll mix them up then. Cool. So bracket Theragun versus elliptical. What's what's keeping? What's going? I would have to keep the Theragun. Keeping the Theragun. Yeah. No elliptical. Jesus. That's 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 shocking from you, Captain Theragun. Well, yeah, but only because at least that that kind of and like Dan uses it as a sex toy. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely how he's keeping it. So he's got a different attachment to everybody else. Must uh, be it, yeah. <laughs> All right, so getting rid of the cross trainer is that just awful? So I'm confused of what I've done here. Is the cross trainer the worst thing or the Ferragun the worst thing? No, the cross trainer is the worst thing. All right, so we're keeping that one. So we're we're getting the worst piece of gym equipment. So cross trainer, yeah, the Ferragun's going to get beaten by something else down the line. It's fine. You can't get beaten by something else down the line, it's gone. Is that no, so I mean, no, no, as in like, I mean, like it, the cross trainer is going to get, it's fine. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's done, mate. Jesus. Beautiful cross trainer through to round two. But you're excited. Mm. Okay. Let's go bow ropes versus cable cuffs. By cable cuffs, I mean those silly things that people who say they do biomechanics do. Oh, I probably annoyed keep, a lot of I'd people keep, from that comment. I'd keep the cable cuffs. <laughs> keep the cable cuffs. So, yeah. As the stupid thing, or you're they're going to the them. next round. They're going to the next round. They're going to the next round as they're stupid. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have Viper versus a Bosu ball. Oh fucking hell, Tom! <laughs> That's like a semi-final. That one. Surely these two should have got automatic <laughs> buys to the next round. I don't even know. You know. I would argue, I would argue that there could be a physio somewhere that may want to use a BOSU ball. I don't think there's anyone anywhere that needs to use a Viper. <laughs> I know. I see people trying to do like sling patterning or like lateral things with the Viper, which the medicine ball does better uh, and has more applications. So I think the only I've I did actually I had a rant about BOSU ball, and I've, I think got like four or five messages in my uh, my inbox about people who you managed to use them. I can't remember who it is. Um, I think he listens to the show. I'm not too sure. But he like he explained a way of using the Bosu ball for hip thrusts. And have you seen this? So where some this I thought was like, fuck me. If anybody's doing this, it's like, what are you doing? Everybody's really annoyed with you because the amount of equipment you're taking up to do your fucking hip thrusts, right? So Dan, so you get obviously the rack, you put the the uh the pins down low. Um, and then you get a trap bar 
which is the right shape to hold the BOSU ball if you were to wedge it in the trap bar. And then you would use that as the lever to do hip thrusts as your back is on there. And then obviously you need a barbell to do your hip thrust. So you're not only taking up yeah. like all that. <laughs> I was like using the trap bar and you're using the rack that you don't need to do to do, do hip thrusts. I was just like, I would be so pissed off if I saw that happening. Because I'd be like, well, you're using premium, premium like real estate and equipment to do this fucking hip thrust that you might you're you're a bloke, so you might as well just do single leg ones because you're weak as piss. Um Mate, yeah. people are so stupid. <laughs> I get yeah, it man. might be comfy, but Jesus. Um yeah. All right. So we're we're gonna move on to the next stage as a Viper, yeah? Yeah. Viper, and that's Viper spelled V-I-P-R, I believe. They miss out the uh, I believe it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh Smith Machine versus Foam Roller. Foam roller stupid. Foam roller. Mate, I would strongly argue against that. Go on then. Just I, I just like them. I like desensitizing ah. myself. Um, the Smith machine has use for car phrases. Mm -hmm. Tax coin. Right, well, hip hip thrusting. You can use a wall for hack squat, mate. Um, hip thrusts. Oh, use great hip thrusts. Great. It's just shit. They're for people who good for Bulgarian split squats as well. Nice and stable. No, for no. They're, yeah, they're a good handle for real other loads. That's good <laughs> for doing. Hey, Smith things. machine has got more uses than a foam roller. So Jesus, has it? Who's then your? Well, you're weak as piss hamstrings, mate. You do you inverted rows. You could do inverted rows on a Smith machine. You could do an inverted so. row on a on with a foam roller round a barbell. Nah. <laughs> Fine. What about all those? I literally wrote. I love just rolling one. I know. I, I I only picked it because I know you like them as well. I know. No. Just... Well, all right. Going through then, we got cross trainer versus cable cuffs. Is the semi final? Cross trainer is more stupid. Cross trainer is more stupid. Wow. Jesus. Cable cuffs. I always find that funny. Just the application of just like, how long does it take you to train? Jesus. Yeah, it's just it's just how optimal do you need to be as well, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it, is it really necessary to be that optimal? <laughs> It is. Got to do it. Um, Viper versus foam roller. Viper's worse. Viper's worse because it basically is a foam roller and tries to be somebody yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's a foam roller with... Uh... All right. So we've got cross trainer versus Viper is the final, mate. Which is the stupidest piece? Which one are you keeping? Which one are you get rid of? Which cannot be in your gym when you open your Dubai... Dan Meat facility. Viper, surely. The Viper. The I think they've got to be the worst out of all them. Instead of the cross trainer. At least the cross trainer you can watch TV sometimes. Well, yeah. I just <laughs> yeah, these Vipers are just completely Viper, useless. worst gym equipment going. And I guarantee whoever has used one has also called themselves a functional fitness coach before. Um, yes 100 <laughs> percent. i remember getting uh 
getting told by someone who was doing a a lecture I was in and uh I think I oh, actually I I was doing the lecture and I was just explaining a lot of these fundamentals of SNC and stuff like that and then after the lecture this person came up to me and said oh like uh thanks for lecture blah 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 um what you've said is fine but I think my training is a little bit more progressive than what you've just explained I like to use vipers and med balls and all that. I was like cool crack on don't listen don't don't apply anything I've just told you because you're a lost cause no. yeah. <sighs> yeah explaining progressive overload in a lecture and your training is more progressive good yeah. you're using vipers yeah I use batshit crazy equipment basically you just said I use gimmicky equipment um and that's what's good <laughs> all right Daniel any other business not from me no not from me um, if you want to buy Daniel a Viper, I will take one to the Viper. Brilliant. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.